Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. Wow, it just occurred to me this is the first time I've spoken today. So, hello. I am excited to talk to you. I know I say that every single time, but you have no idea how much just spending time in God's word and talking about him is the absolute joy of my life. It's the joy of my life in this season where I didn't know it was going to be the joy of my life. (laughs) And so anyhow, we're going to dive in. So something you might not know about me, I don't even know why I'm sharing this with you, but it's just true. Um, I am not a big nail polish person. Okay. You're like, girl, just tell me about how to get rid of my belly fat. But it's true. I'm not a big nail polish person. I I don't like to get my nails done. I you know, I think it's nice, but manicures are not super important to me. However, since doing this podcast, I have begun to do my nails. And the reason why is I know you don't care. Um is because I can actually paint my nails and sit still while I'm recording podcast episodes for you and as a result now every week I have I have pretty nails (laughs) aren't you so much aren't you just so excited and feel just so rewarded because you know that (laughs) Um, however this morning and this might be the impetus behind why I'm telling you this as I was preparing to uh, give you this podcast first of all God delivered this podcast to me so it is for somebody's heart I'm so excited for you if that is you um but I just put on like the second coat of my French manicure pink on my nails and um then I moved my hair out of the way and got my hand um stuck in my hair with my nail polish so <laughs> I'm just a hot mess and we're in this together right all right so I want to talk to you about what God has been speaking to me as I read the book of Joshua. If you're following along chronologically in this podcast, you know I am just trying to read God's word. And I can't read his word because every single time that I read his word, he speaks to me about weight loss and it comes to you in the form of a podcast. And so I'm only just now in Joshua. So I'm not getting very far fast, but my goodness is God's word transforming my life. And I want you to know that where transformation happens to me, I want to share it with you. So what was impressed upon my heart as I read the book of Joshua was just how much we need to pay attention to how in our lives, how easy easy it is for us to fail in our faith versus how hard it is to step into courageous faith. I hope that makes sense to you. And if not, with any, mm, with God's grace, by the end of this episode, it will make sense to you. So what stood out to me as I'm walking through the Bible is how Joshua, um, how Joshua was, I think it's Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb were the only two original people to have left Egypt Egypt and make it into the promised land. Isn't that amazing? Like the only two people out of maybe over a million people. And that just speaks to me in terms of weight loss, because there is clearly something we need to pay attention to 
about what Joshua <laughs> did relative to what the Israelites did. Because, you know, the Israelites wandered, and I looked up the word wandered, <clears throat> excuse me, and the word wandered can mean to die, to die slowly. And if you're a Bible girl like me, girl, you know that's exactly what they did. And how much does that make you think about your weight loss journey? I mean, for me, I can look back and see, yeah, I was wandering. I didn't know I was wandering, but I was dying slowly. <clears throat> Not only was I physically, really, come on, <clears throat> excuse me. Hold on just a second. Let me mute you while I take a sip of coffee here because something's going on. All right, <clears throat> girl, but I was wondering, and you know what? My food choices and the alcohol and all the things were slowly, they were slowly killing me. Like wandering does equal death. But not only that, they were, they were crushing, well, my weight was crushing my spirit. It was penetrating and affecting my soul to the point where my life was a product of that weakness, that inability to arrive where I was trying to go on my weight loss journey. And so I want to bring this back to the Bible because the Israelites wandered and the reason they failed to arrive where they wanted to be just in reading Joshua, <clears throat> well, the whole Bible so far, but they failed because they had failing faith. They had failing faith because they refused to obey God. Like they failed because they refused to obey God. And girl, that just spoke to me in weight loss. And they wandered as a result for 40 years. And I can look back on my weight loss journey. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I can see that, you know, even Old Testament lessons apply to me, to us on our weight loss journey. I failed to lose weight repeatedly and wandered for my metaphorical 40 years because I had an obedience problem. When I couldn't, couldn't obey a meal plan, it's because my trust and faith was in me in that meal plan. God was not invited to the journey. He wasn't even there. So could we have, even as Christian women, could we have failing faith even in weight loss? I mean, even while we're trying to pursue seeking God and putting our trust and faith in him, do we even know how to do that? Do we even know where to do that? And do we even know where our faith fails on our weight loss journey? Because let's just think about that. Like this is just a brainstorm. I think our faith fails on weight loss because, because of our expectations, you know? Like you see the infomercial when you wake up on the couch at 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> and there's the person telling you that they lost weight suddenly, you know, and all these things. And they did it in 30 days, lost 30 pounds in 30 days. Um, and then we try to lose weight and we're seeking God and we're trying to be obedient and we have slip ups and all these things, but we have failed. Like we have these, we're failing in our faith that this is going to work because our expectations are not in alignment or maybe because we start to trust the scale. If the scale says you're not making progress, then that's what you trust, you know, or because maybe our results don't mirror what we expect in the mirror. You know what I mean? Because the world says we should lose all this weight in 30 days and wake up skinny by tomorrow, but we still look in the mirror and we have belly fat. Our butts look huge. Like I remember that. 
or, you know, we start to have our expectations and what the world promises. I mean, does the world even care about who you're becoming on the path, even on the path to weight loss? No. But you know what? God sure does. He cares about who you're becoming. And who you who you are becoming and seeking God instead of a number on the scale, it requires trust and obedience to lose weight as you pursue seeking God, as you pursue letting him transform you into who he's designed you to be in this life. Ah, you know, just studying Joshua when I was, you know, going through the book, I noticed that the key to even just Joshua's success was his submission to God. His submission to God required like profound trust, like profound trust. I love what Joshua says in 2311. So be very careful to lo- to really, could I slaughter every single scripture every time I try to read it? So be very careful to love the Lord your God. He goes on to say, to choose whom you will serve. And that's the infamous scripture that he goes on to say in 2415. But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. But those are poignant things to us when we're trying to lose weight. So be very careful to love the Lord your God. And remember, I've taught you before, love to God is obedience. And to choose today whom you will serve. Who are you serving? Are you serving God? Are you serving the God of your belly? Oh, that's powerful. Trusting God over the realness of this world requires, requires, if you're writing things, write this down, courageous faith. It requires destroying sin in your life in every area. It requires that you pay attention to who you are worshiping, what you are worshiping. Are you worshiping your flesh or are you worshiping your father? It requires a continual renewal of your commitment to obey God above all other authority in your life. And that authority could be masked in so many ways. TV, feelings, diets, uh, scales, reflections, moods, hormones. This is so powerful. Joshua is so good. When we come back from this quick break, I want to talk to you about how to step into weight loss success with courageous faith by overcoming and stepping into courageous faith and out of failing faith. We're going to talk about that on the other side of this commercial break. Hey, you welcome back. All right. So what you'll notice is as you, well, as you read the book of, of Joshua is that God gave the Israelites success on their journey to actually obey and walk into their promised land. God gave the Israelites success when they obeyed his master plan. Like they had to ignore what they wanted to do because they saw how that was failing them, right? Like their judgment was clearly off. But when they had success, when they obeyed God's master plan. So if you're writing things down, here are some journaling prompt questions for you. Are you obeying God's master plan? I mean, think about that. Like what is, what even is his master plan, right? (laughs) Are you putting, think about it, the 10 commandments, for example, are you putting any other 
God above God? Like, we don't even have to go deep into the Ten Commandments. Just the first two. I mean, are you putting any other gods above him? Are you making an idol of anything in your life? An idol is anything you put your trust in above God. And that can be, for all of us trying to lose weight, that's our feelings. That's our fullness. Like, we trust our feelings. We trust our fullness. We trust in flavor. Like, if it doesn't taste good, I'm not eating this. Why? We don't even realize that these things become idols in our lives. I mean, trusting how things feel and taste can keep us out of our promised land. I hope you wake up to that. The Israelites were only successful when they trusted in God rather than their own might, rather than their own willpower or determination. I want you to see that this is our lesson in weight loss. I mean, what could happen on your weight loss journey if you decided to trust God courageously for weight loss? Think about that. I mean, hit pause and think about that if you need to. I mean, God's ways are not our ways. And what if your weight loss success is on the other side of you learning to obey and pursue God's strength and power over, you know, temptation? Like when you feel temptation, Go to God for strength and power over it. Could God, let's think about this. I mean, there's something bigger here. You are being made like Christ, right? That's all God's ultimate goal is not to make you skinny. God's ultimate goal is to make you Christ-like. Could he be strengthening you in your life right now via your weight loss journey? You know, so that you can ultimately trust him Trust him more than your flesh because of something bigger that's on your horizon that you don't even know about. I didn't know when I set out trusting him that number one, I was transferring my trust from me to him, but I didn't know it was because he needed me to become a Christian life coach for weight loss. I didn't know that. So what if all of this obedience work that he's taking you right now is just to transfer your trust from to transfer your trust from to transfer your trust from yourself because in that space of your transfer of trust is where weight loss just becomes a byproduct i mean i only know that because i look back on my journey now and see that i was he had me on a mission he was strengthening my desire to trust him and to seek his will and that by me laying down the stupid scale, a byproduct of it was him seeing my heart and giving me weight loss. Oh, that's powerful. God's measure of success on this life of ours, his measure of success is not ours or this world's. We must adjust our minds to God's way of thinking in order to see his standard of and toward the direction of success. So when we come back from this quick commercial break, I'm going to tell you how to deepen your faith and step into this more boldly. Alrighty, welcome back. All right, so I want to talk about how to deepen your faith a little bit. So <clears throat> in the book of Joshua, we see that the Israelites demonstrated, demonstrated their faith by finally trusting God daily, trusting him to save and guide them. Because they started to notice 
how God really had fulfilled his promises in the past. And they developed strong confidence that he would be faithful in the future based on what they had seen in the past. Our strength to do what we need to do every single day on our weight loss, you know, on our weight loss journey is as we pursue living righteously and being made more obedient. And that comes from trusting him over our feelings or trusting what this world says. Know that his promises reassure us that he will be here to guide us in all of our decisions and in all of our struggles that we face day to day. But do we even trust him for weight loss? I mean, think about that. That's hard. Like we can, we can trust God to like, you know, make the sun come up tomorrow, <laughs> right? Or to make our, to arrive safely at work. Like we can trust him for all of those things because that's easy. He's already done it in the past. So we put our trust in him for that, right? So can we trust him for weight loss? Can you trust him to help you stop eating what you want to eat when you want to eat it? To just, can you trust him to just help you get off the couch and cook the food already? Can you trust him to give you energy to do the grocery shopping, to plan out your meals, to prep the food, and then to even eat it after a long week, right? <laughs> or to even stay obedient to your meal plan despite despite it being, you know, Friday night. And you know what? There's cake in the kitchen and no one's around. And there's also ice cream in the freezer. Can you trust him to strengthen you in that area? I mean, we trust him in all the other areas, but can we trust God for weight loss? Faith begins. Oh, this is profound. How do I want to say this? Faith begins with believing that he can be trusted even in weight loss, that he is well able, that he will show you a way out of any and all temptations. But faith requires your action. And practicing faith in him is how you begin to trust him more because you actually create a space in your life. You create a space in your life to give him a place to show you your trust in this area of your life. Does that make sense? It's like we demonstrate our faith in weight loss through our trust in God. Confidence begins to develop and on your weight loss journey when you give God a chance to show you his strength over the giants that you're believing in your life and your flesh and your feelings and your diet and the counting of the calories. Put your confidence in God's strength. Be courageous in the face of opposition and be willing to seek God's advice every single day on your weight loss journey. This is how you demonstrate your faith. You have to trust him. You can step into, we can step into our promised land, our metaphorical promised land of weight loss, just like the Israelites finally did. But trust that it will be hard <laughs> and it's going to require obedience to what you should be doing and also obedience to what you shouldn't be doing 
If at first you failed to lose weight, renew today your commitment to walk with God on this narrow path in this weight loss area. To love God means more than just being enthusiastic about him, okay? It it's it means more than just wearing the Jesus t-shirt. It means more than just going to church three times a week. We must do the things that we need to do and apply his instructions in our lives, even in weight loss.